This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The Favorites Podcast is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to bet the action than on FanDuel Sportsbook during the football season. They're America's number one sportsbook with an easy-to-use app that's safe and secure. And when I win, I get paid out in as little as two hours. And this season, FanDuel Sportsbook is making betting easy for everyone. With great promos like risk-free bets, enhanced odds markets, same-game parlays, and more. So if you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started and sign up with promo code FAVORITES so they know I sent you. You must be 21 or older and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In Connecticut, 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, Virginia, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Call the Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9789 or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast from the Volume Podcast Network. I am Chad Millman, Chief Content Officer of the Action Network. It is the Tuesday after Thanksgiving. Folks, we are giving some fucking thanks. Me and my co-host, professional better, Simon Hunter. How are you, buddy? What a long weekend of gambling, Chad. I just felt like it never ended. Every day, there's something to bet on, something I had to bet on, and I had to just keep going, just keep throwing. I mean, I feel like by Sunday morning, you were KO'd. You were just like, I, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> Look, we got, a, we got a lot to talk about. We got the full slate. We had another winning week. We eked out another winning week, a three and two week, and it got really tricky. I made probably the worst Thanksgiving turkey I've ever made in my life. We genuinely had to say at the end of the meal, if we're being intellectually honest, everything sucked. Everything like the turkey was bad. The mashed potatoes were bad. The stuffing was shitty. Like every single thing that my wife and I made was just bad. But the Bears-Lions went under and the Bears won and the Bills won for Matt Mitchell. The Raiders covered like we said they would. So all in all, like can't complain. And then this weekend we went three and two. We had the bills in the contest. We both love the Texans. The Texans lost. I love the Steelers. You kind of like the Steelers. The Steelers lost. I love the Broncos. You were iffy on the Broncos. You didn't want to put them in. Well, I bet them, but I bet them at plus three. We were getting two and a half. Yeah, and they won. Argument. And then the other two games that, you know, we probably would have only chosen one of them because we weren't going to take the Texans out were the Giants and the Dolphins, who you loved. 
And you had information coming in on Sunday morning that some syndicates were coming in big on the Dolphins. I'm happy with the three and two week. I bet you are, Chad. Some of, some of us aren't. I had an amazing Thanksgiving. All my food was amazing. Our mashed potatoes were whew, on fire. Just a great Thursday. Saturday, had a great day. Bet big on Michigan. Again, pull the curtains back. I give Chad info that people don't get. Like, he's actually getting real info from a pro that's talking to real professional groups. And then my exact quote to Chad was, the same group that pounded Michigan and bet them all the way down have come in heavy on Miami. These guys don't miss. And Chad goes, eh, I don't like it. <laughs> I, I still can't get over the fact that you poo-pooed it like that. Um, <laughs> poo-pooed that. You poo-pooed the Giants. Again, it's funny, too, because I look like our text on Thursday. I sent you a photo of our picks. and I had the Patriots in there in Green Bay. And you didn't like either of them either. So, like, I'm just happy we got the three and two because it was just um, that Pittsburgh game. I didn't trust it. Like, I said to you, I don't get why the line wasn't three. It was sitting at three and a half all week and then went up to four on Sunday. Just a fishy line. We got smoked by that one. The Texans was an awful read. I think it was like 14 to three. I was feeling so good. They lost 21 to 14. They didn't score a single point from that point forward in the second quarter. So it hurts just because we had four and one sitting there. But it, every week if we go three and two. That's it, a good week. Like the top people went one and four this week in our contest. So it, it stinks that we didn't take advantage of that and flip and go four and one. But uh, you'll never see me complain about three and two week. We know how hard it is to win sports betting. So any, any week we go three and two, I'm happy. What's annoying is I think on the podcast on Tuesday, it's like I didn't even remember anything from the podcast on Tuesday because I'm pretty sure we liked Miami and we liked the Giants on Tuesday. Again, I get why you didn't like it, though. Like, those aren't fun bets to make. The, the Giants, your last memory of them was just being horrible. And your last memory of the Eagles was being good. You're just like, I don't really trust them. I don't really know if I want to put them in. As soon as that game started, anyone watching was just like, oh, thank God I have the Giants. This is just one of those games where nothing's going to go right for the Eagles. And that's this upcoming week, people are going to hate some of my bets. I love this week so much. Some of these lines are just late season gifts from the sports books. Like, again, we'll talk about it. This past month, this has been the worst month for the betting public. They've just been actually getting smashed. This has been our best month, best month that I pick our best five, our, our picks. It's been a really good month for us. And I, I can see it continuing because next this week, man, there are so many traps people are just walking right into. So I'm really excited to get to this slate. Well, look, the last three weeks, we're four and one, four and one, three and two. So I'll take it. We're climbing back. Uh, let's get to the slate. For the record, you can see it in the app. I did pick the New York Giants on Sunday morning. I made the bet at 12.57. You're a hero. It was plus four. I made the bet. All right. Thursday night football. Dallas Cowboys at New Orleans Saints. The Cowboys are four point favorites in this game. So this, this line was six. COVID news came out, dropped it down to four, four and a half. Uh, still like it. Still like the Saints. When I first saw this number, my first thought was, that's just weird they bumped it up to six. I, I thought that was interesting if they knew that CD was going to be back and that Cooper was going to be off the COVID list and that they'd have all their weapons. Then when the COVID news came out and it dropped, I, I kind of made more sense to me. It's like, we're sitting here on Tuesday. We don't know who has COVID, who's out. The books aren't going to take that risk and leave a number so high because they already didn't like Dallas in this matchup. You could just tell by the way they hung this number. They knew that public was going to come in really heavy on Dallas and they didn't care. So the professionals come in now and the Saints, we don't even know if Kamara's playing. We don't know if Ingram's playing. That's that's a big deal to us. So this is one of those, if you didn't get the six with the Saints, I would wait until game time to know if those guys are playing. If Kamara's in, if Ingram's in, 
Love the Saints. This is a classic ball control, good defense with the Saints. Everyone's kind of giving up on the Saints at this point. They're done with them because of that Bills matchup. I like it from the other way. That was just – that was more about what the Bills were going to do. And, and again, Trevor Simeon didn't look good in that game. He was due for one of those. He is a third-string quarterback. But when he has his weapons back, when he has Ingram back, Kamara back, this is when you want to take the Saints at home in this kind of matchup. So, for right now, we'll just wait until we see what the deal is with those guys. The money is coming in on the Cowboys. The bets are coming in on the Cowboys. Very good chance by the time this game gets to kickoff, the line does move. I don't know if it gets back up to six. Uh, it's probably still going to float around this four and a half or five and a half. Yeah, that sounds about right. So do we like it at five and a half? Like is the, is the, is the concept here wait on the game, but if it's still at four and a half, take it at four and a half. I know you're going to bet it. Yeah, I already bet it, but I would just wait now at this point because you already missed the six. So like, I don't see a drop in below four. Like you said, the public's going to keep coming in on Dallas, regardless of the COVID news. People are out on the Saints. They, they they look at them on the bottom teams in the league like they do with the Seahawks. So these are the kind of teams that people are just giving up on. So you're going to be able to get value on the Saints no matter what. All right. The ever disappointing Chargers who we nailed. Like, I feel like we have a really good read on the Chargers because we've been on them when they've won and we've been against them when they've lost. Specifically, two big times were the Ravens and then this past weekend, the Broncos. Of course, we texted on Sunday. Drew Locke comes in. We know we need the Broncos. The Broncos are playing great. They are driving to go up, I think, 17-0 at the end of the first half. Drew Locke comes in. Looks like he's trying to throw it away, but ends up just being a bad pass that gets intercepted and run back for a touchdown. It wasn't even run back for a touchdown. But the fact that this guy was trying to throw it at the ground. This is how yeah. bad Drew Locke is. He yeah. was trying to spike it at a guy's feet, and he was able to throw a pick that they returned. And, yeah, Herbert drove the field and scored a touchdown before half. So, yeah, I texted Chad. I wish we could cash out right now because I hate that we have money on Drew Locke. But thank God Teddy came back, man. Teddy came back. Los Angeles Chargers at Cincinnati Bengals. Holy hell, man. How much has Herbert regressed? This is crazy. Like, uh, someone was arguing the other day, who's better, Herbert or Tua? Right now. It's hard to say. Tua looks pretty damn good. So, I'm not going to bury Herbert yet, but it's crazy how we went from this guy being a top five quarterback the first three, four weeks to – he is bad right now. Not making good reads. He's throwing the ball too hard when he doesn't need to. Like, he's literally – a guy is five feet from him. He's throwing as hard as he can. It's just hitting off the guy's chest. Like, it's – it doesn't really make sense what's going on with Herbert. Um, maybe they'll turn it around here coming at the end of, the like, the home stretch. But every week it looks like he's regressed a little bit. And you could say, well, he played great against that Pittsburgh team. I mean, that was a lot to do with Eckler. Like, Eckler had, a like, a career day against that Pittsburgh matchup. So – I will be in this game. I will be taking the Chargers. I'll take the three and a half. This is as high as you're going to get on this Bengals team. They just absolutely dominated Pittsburgh. We're getting three and a half points in a matchup where like Herbert's never going to be out of it. Like he is always going to be in it. That game last week we talked about that was a divisional matchup. That defensive layout was just perfect matchup for against what Herbert wants to do. He's getting a good matchup here against the Cincy team. So three and a half, this number's been bet up to. We'll take it. It's it's hard not to take it when this matchup, both these teams are pretty much even. I know that it, the you look at the record this season, it says otherwise. But to me, this is this is a good number. It should be three. It's three and a half just because the public is coming heavy on Cincy. So we'll take the value of Chargers, but this won't be one of my best five. Yeah, this is a classic. It's an overreaction, underreaction game, right? Like you're just seeing how badly the Chargers did. You're seeing how well the Bengals did. 
the bookmakers know that's where all the money's going to come come in. They can shade it a little bit higher and still know that the public is going to come in in the Bengals. Yeah, and they're happy just to get a little bit of professional money in the Chargers. That's why they moved that hook up because they're like, you know, we'll just take some money. Some guys will come in. So it's interesting that they left it there because that's how much public money has coming on Cincy. So it will be interesting tracking the summer as the week goes along. Minnesota Vikings at Detroit Lions. Vikings visiting the Lions. They are seven-point favorites. For fans of betting the under, that Lions-Bears game was the most enjoyable, relaxing, lovely Thanksgiving Day bet you could possibly make. Just terrible teams who can't get out of their own way. Twice the Lions had third and 32. One of the plays, they ran a draw, penalized themselves out of field goal range. You never had to worry about these teams scoring because every single time they got close, they found a way to fuck it up. The Lions are a big home dog and they do fight. They do bite kneecaps. And the Vikings are not a team that can close anybody out. Hello, Detroit. You've won my heart. Exactly. You just said it. We like we have to take this number. The Vikings, yep. if they win, they win by three. Or they maybe even the games that they're dominating, they always let the teams back in. These two, these two have already played this season. It was a close matchup that time around. Nothing's changed here. Uh, we have a team with Detroit on extended rest, so they've had 11 days to prep for this game. We'll take the seven, but Detroit's one of these teams, like, I never feel great back in it because I know how awful golf is. So a, a big injury news, we need to know more about Swift. That's that's a big deal for this Detroit team. He's kind of what makes them go. But you're giving me a touchdown against the Vikings. I'm going to bet it regardless. It, it's not one of my favorite bets I'm making this week, but I have to bet it just because of that. That's a good number to take against this Minnesota team. I'm not sure extra prep time matters for the Lions. I mean, Jared Goff, (laughs) it's actually astonishing how his career has fallen off a cliff. This guy was throwing dimes for the Rams a couple years ago. Do you remember 2018, the Chiefs and the Rams play a game in LA that was supposed to be in Mexico City. They had to move it. The game, they scored like 120 points. It was supposed to be sort of, the dawn of an age of these two amazing quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes, Jared Goff, this high-flying offense for both young genius versus old veteran genius. Patrick Mahomes took off. Jared Goff basically cratered in the Super Bowl and hasn't been heard from since. They gave him a $100 million contract. And then the second he signed it, it's like they were trying to get rid of him. What I feel happened? so lucky. My Super Bowl is Nick Foles. Like, I always look at it like, Jimmy G could have won a Super Bowl. Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo, he didn't, thank God. Jared Goff could have won a Super Bowl. Thank God he didn't. So it's it's one of those, I feel so lucky because we have the weird egg in there. Like every you look back on the history of the Super Bowl last 10 years, every quarterback kind of makes sense to win it, except Nick Foles. So you'll never hear me complain about terrible quarterbacks. It's just amazing. New York Giants at Miami Dolphins. The New York Football Giants visiting the resurgent Miami Dolphins last week. And I'm remembering this now. I said, two is looking better every single week and not just dink and dunk better, but accurate better. And what does he do this past week? 27 to 31. Giants on the road. Three point dogs. This is a pros Joe's right now. Money coming in on the Giants. Public coming in on the Dolphins. I mean, should this be our Foxhole? Let's climb down. 
Into the foxhole. Are you foxholing me right now? I, I am. I love the Giants so much in this. Position. Oh, my God. Explain it to me. We got a road team. They love to cover on the road. Danny, Danny Dimes loves to cover on the road. This number, I loved it when I was at three and a half. Sadly, like you just said, the professionals have bet it down to three. Still love it at that number. That's a key number. But we're looking at a matchup here that you can look at the total. It's very low. I, I think the bookmakers are telling you these are two very good defenses. Two has been better. Him and Waddle, that connection has been pretty outstanding. But coming to this matchup, I like the shutdown side of this Giants team. We saw what they did against this Eagles team. They're, they're able to get pressure with their front four and let their cornerbacks kind of shut down the receivers. So I know that the Giants got a little lucky. They probably should have lost to the Eagles. They had two Eagles had two drop touchdowns in the final couple seconds of the game. Doesn't matter. Like this number doesn't really reflect that. It's still the public's still going to be coming in heavy on Miami. So hopefully it gets back up at three and a half, but I love it at three. So I, I love that this is one of our Foxwell best just because not a lot of people are going to be better. Just like last week, the Giants, people just are skeptical of this team and Daniel Jones. We're going to the Foxhole. We are going to the Foxhole with Danny Dimes and the New York football Giants. I don't mind it. As the guy who bet the Giants plus four, because I'm so smart, I was way ahead of it, better at 1257 on Sunday afternoon. Let's hear it for Danny Dimes. It's my city. I'm the king of New York. I don't mind it at all. It's an interesting one. I, I have fallen a little bit in love with this Miami team. And it's also interesting. You got two teams that covered this past week. That's true. I look at the Miami being a little overvalued right now. That was that game was more about Cam, right? Like Cam just had an absolute meltdown, kept giving them short fields. Yeah. And, you know, they took advantage of it. So. I just don't see the same thing playing out here with the Giants. That game was brutal because that Panthers game, the blocked punt and then consistent interceptions, they just kept giving them, giving away points. No, it was a gift. I told you Miami was a gift. You, you didn't want to hear it. I hate myself. Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Atlanta Falcons. Ten and a half. Buccaneers, ten and a half point favorites. Why? Why is my first instinct on this? to bet the Falcons. You have to go ahead and bet them, bet the money line right now. I hate it. We have to do it though. Just absolutely gross. I, again, people are going to hate our bets this week. This is one of these bets. Like this will probably be one of our five come, uh, come Sunday. We're like divisional matchup. That was a huge win for this Buccaneers team. We talked about, they haven't been good on the road this year. They hadn't covered. That was their first cover of the year um, on the road. So we're, we're, we're looking at a, a team that just played a really hard, tough game against the Colts, now on the road again, playing against an Atlanta team that, yeah, it's not ideal. They're coming off a big win and cover, but they're getting healthy. They're getting pieces back. Uh, you know, the, the team's just different with Cordell Patterson. So Cordell Patterson's back, playing against a banged-up secondary of this Bucks team. Like we saw, Carson Wentz had a day against that team. Then Carson Wentz had his five turnovers, which is what he likes to do. But I don't see Matt Ryan having those same mistakes. Uh, um, Something still doesn't look right with Brady. Like watching that game last week, he, he did make the plays that mattered down the stretch there, but something just seems a little off with him. So we're getting more than 10 points, 10 and a half. It's 11 and a half at some books, still offshore. So shop around for this number, but love it. Like I love Atlanta in this position. This is way too many points in the divisional matchup. It's so true. It's gross though. Like we're not going to have fun betting this. We have to do it. Listen, also – we promised the people we'd be in Atlanta Falcons podcast. That's true. So we can't, we can't turn our backs now. We, we have to commit to that. We haven't, by the way, is this a Simon says? 
Uh, no, I got another one that's just gross. You're going to love. You've got a Simon Says in mind, though. Yeah. I probably should have uh, done it for the Giants, but I, I hate that I moved off three and a half. I love that at three and a half. All right. I mean, there's so many games. We already like the Chargers plus three and a half, the Lions plus seven. Um, I don't think either of those are a final five. A hundred percent agree on the Giants and the Falcons. That is a, I'm making a note here, final five, just so I can remind myself when we talk on Sunday morning um, that I have a list of like what we talked about on Tuesday. So I don't get Sunday mornings. It's hard to figure it out because like, we just finished the show convince me at action network HQ 11 AM Eastern. And we're trying to make decisions and we're both pressed for time and we feel like we've narrowed it down. And then we go, maybe we just go too fast for me. I mean, we're killing it the past week. We're 11 and three the past week, but past four to three weeks. But, um, so I got to make better notes. Yeah. I mean, we could just like be like, all right, I trust this guy. He's worked 80 hours this week while I celebrated Thanksgiving all week with my in-laws. He probably knows that I should take Miami, the giants here, but again, you wanted Pittsburgh. I wasn't going to fight you on it. Cause I had bet on Pittsburgh, but I just said to you, no pros are betting this game. Like I've heard no professional groups coming on Pittsburgh. That's what made me so nervous, but no regrets. I, as soon as they went down 14 though, me and you both knew we were cooked. Like Roethlisberger, he just can't come back unless there's a block punt and like a pick by the other guy. So it's uh we're gonna talk about Pittsburgh this week. We 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 kind of messed up there. We we bought high on Pittsburgh when we should have been selling. You did say no professional groups have talked about Pittsburgh. You absolutely 100 percent said that. Because I, I asked a bunch. I, I didn't get it. I was like, you guys don't like Pittsburgh? And it's like, nah, fuck Pittsburgh. And I was like, all right. <laughs> I you know. listen, I own it. I made a mistake. It cost us a game. That's all I can say. We gotta move on. So I tell my kids, you make the mistake, own it, apologize. It's easy to do. No one's going to think less of you. Just move on. Indianapolis Colts at Houston Texans. Colts are uh, eight and a half point favorites on the road at the Texans. God damn it. God. Again, people are going to see a pattern. This this, oh. this week's money line round Robin's going to be so ugly. I love it. And this is going to be one of those teams. Houston, baby. We 100% have to take Houston. Yeah, you love this number. Uh, I, it was up at nine, nine and a half. The pros have already bet it down to eight, eight and a half at certain books. We love this number. We will be on Houston. This is uh, they let us down last week, no doubt. That that hurt bad, but we got to move on. We got to keep pushing forward. This is just too high of a number for a divisional matchup where Carson Wentz is starting to turn back into a pumpkin a little bit, starting to have his turnovers, which we know Carson's going to do. Like he had a nice run there. I think he was like fourteen touchdowns, two interceptions. He's had a bunch of picks these last couple of weeks, so we'll, we'll take this Houston team in a really good, tough divisional matchup. We knew that was going to happen. We did, but I mean, like, again, that's why I felt so bad for Sean. Like, Sean must have been feeling so good. He's up 10 with the Colts. They had the ball, and he turns it over, and the Bucks put up, what was it, 17 straight points? Like, that was yeah. – that that no cover, the Bears no cover, and I had the Browns no cover. Like, I had the Browns three and a half. That was where, like, like such gut punches. Like, last night I had, like, the under. I didn't want to put it out because I was just like, I'm so done with this week. I just want to move on. It, it was that was a rough week for a lot of people that had a lot of backdoors go the other way. Yeah, there were a lot. Look, you're talking about Sean Croner, uh, who we do the show convince me with, and his best bet on Sunday was the Colts plus three and a half. Um, which still, despite everything, even though, and he's like, and I love him on the money line too, and he was right until Carson Wentz started losing his grip, so to speak. 
even in the end, there was a chance until Leonard Fournette just decided to close it out with a touchdown with 20 seconds left. We talked about, we loved the under last week for the Panthers in Miami. And there were a couple sort of plays at the end of the half that ruined it. We loved the under for the Pats and the Titans. At least I did. You didn't. And they scored 13 points in the final minute of the first half. (laughs) Yeah, no, that was sick, man. And like two turnovers and a draw. Like it wasn't even, it was just fluke plays. It was so much ugliness. Arizona Cardinals at Chicago Bears. The flying Cardinals, fully healthy at the Bears, minus seven and a half. We like to fade teams off bye weeks here. It's been good to us all season. We will continue that trend. People, seven and a half, Bears team at home. Pick this number. I know how great the Cardinals are. We're probably walking right into a sharp trap. Don't care. You have to take the Bears at home against a Cardinals team that we don't know where we're getting from Kyler. Kyler's coming back off an injury that's kept him out for multiple weeks at this point. So I'm expecting them to be rusty. I expect them not to play as well outside in the cold, frigid air of Chicago. So seven and a half home team, the Bears, we have to take it. It doesn't really matter either. But it's Andy Dalton. Him and Justin Field aren't that different. If anything, Andy Dalton's a little better. But we like the upside of Fields. Like at any moment, he could take off for a 90-yard touchdown run. So it doesn't matter to us who's the quarterback for the Bears. You just take this number. This doesn't feel like a top five to me. No, no, no. We have we have uglier games I like better. You know, we're talking about the Bears and it being frigid. The other day I was talking to my buddy Matt, who I mention often on the show, and we were discussing, as you and I, you, me, and Matt Mitchell were before the podcast, the just how beautiful that Ohio State-Michigan game looked. The imagery, the shots, especially pregame, the snow falling, the players in the tunnel. You couldn't help but just be excited as a fan, as a sports fan to watch that. And Matt and I were like, as Bears fans, when's the last time we had that experience? And we had to go back to when we were in the stands during the 1985 season and uh, the Bears trounced, I think it was the Giants in the opening round of the playoffs. Sean Landetta whiffed on a punt. We happened to be sitting right there. That's how far back we have to go. I was going to say the double doink game from an Eagles perspective was beautiful. Like it was snowing there in Chicago. It was just a really pretty scene, nighttime game that your kicker missed the kick. I don't like you. <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles at New York Jets. Speaking of the Eagles, they lost this past weekend. And now they're visiting the Jets as nearly a touchdown favorite. I don't know how the Jets beat the Texans last week. I really don't. I still know what happened. Chad, do you believe in the butterfly effect? Sure. Okay, so the Eagles, they passed in a guy named Justin Jefferson, right? And they took a guy named Rager. This past week had two drop touchdowns in the end zone for us to win a game. And the reason we drafted Devontae Smith was because we missed and didn't take Justin Jefferson and because we didn't take DK Metcalf. And because of that, Michael Parsons is now on the Cowboys, who might be the best defensive player as a rookie in the league. A lot, a lot of trickle down from that little mistake that the Eagles made, butterfly effect. And here we are once again for the butterfly effect. This Eagles matchup might be uh, Minshew. Did you see that? It might be Minshew. Hurts might be out for this game. So I don't know what to do here. If it's Minshew, I don't, I don't know. I, I guess I take the Jets because, you know, we know we're getting from them. But I so badly want to take the Eagles here. Like this Jets team, they aren't good. Like every, that was more about the Texans beating themselves and than the Jets really winning that game. But so that's a lot of points. Take a minus seven with Minshew. I, I don't know. So I'm going to have to wait and see who the quarterback is for the Eagles before I really bet on this game. Yeah, I think that's right. That's an interesting way to look at it with Justin Jefferson. 
it really was a miss. I mean, just a complete, but who did they draft instead? That's what I'm saying. Rager. They, they took that but kid who had two touchdown drops. They didn't take him before Justin Jefferson. Yeah, one, one pick before. I'm telling you, an Eagles fan's life, you think you got it bad as a Bears fan, Chad. You don't even want to, some of our crap is ridiculous. Wow, that is a serious miss. A horrible miss. And they, they have video footage of the Vikings GMs like laughing at us, like celebrating after we took Rager and they, they moved up to take Jefferson. Wow. No, it's bad. No, it's, it's really bad. And now a word from our friends at FanDuel. The NFL playoff race is heating up and you can make every moment more with FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, all customers get a $10 parlay bet bonus. Just place $20 in the same game parlay bets and get a $10 bonus regardless of whether your bets win or lose. For example, this Thursday, I'm considering the Saints plus four and a half, the under and Dak Prescott passing yards under. I love betting here in Connecticut with FanDuel because I was verified quickly. They have America's number one rated sportsbook app, and I know their payouts are fast and secure. There's no feeling like nailing a same-game parlay bet, so lock in your bet today on FanDuel Sportsbook. New to FanDuel Sportsbook? They are also offering a risk-free $1,000 bet. If you prefer that, just sign up with promo code FAVORITES. That's promo code FAVORITES. Must be 21 or over and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max bonus $10. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Same game probably available for multiple sports in all states on mobile and web. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona. 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Call the Tennessee Red Line 1-800-889-9789 or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Let's get back to the show. Jacksonville Jaguars at Los Angeles Rams. Uh, the Jaguars, who are 10-point dogs on the road. This is like a kind of a pass for me. <laughs> I will be all over the Jags, all over the Jags money I'm line. Sure. Yeah, the Rams, we don't know what's wrong with Stafford. Stafford can't hit open guys two feet in front of them. They put out all these ailments of all of his injuries before the game. We kind of knew about it going in. That's why I love Green Bay going into that matchup. I was just like, you're getting a banged up Stafford outdoors. This guy's an indoor quarterback, man. There, something's wrong with this Rams team. So if we're going just fading all the negativity, everything, all the bad juju that's going on right now. I love the Jags. The only worry about right now, the Jaguars is urban Meyer might have a foot out the door. Like by the time this airs, he could already be in Notre Dame as a head coach. So that's a little scary um, betting the Jaguars this week, but I'm betting them. Like you're, you're giving me way too many points with a team that, they're bad. No doubt the Jaguars are bad, but their defense isn't terrible. Like their defense kind of keeps them in game. So if Stafford's really slacking right now. I could get the kind of the same matchup where the Bills just kind of gave that game to the Jaguars and we could get the same thing from Stafford here. Yeah. Take, take the Jaguars. You take the points and I'll probably have their money line, a couple runner uh, money line round Robins. Oh my God. You're going to have a Texans, Falcons, Jaguars, Bears, Bears, you're disgusting. Yeah, it's it's really gross. I love this week. 
How much money do you think you'll end up putting into Moneyline Ron Robbins? I mean, it depends on the week. I would say the max amount's like 20K. Like I'll do a bunch of $1,000 ones. But looking at this week, I'll probably be a little lower because these odds are so high. Like all I need is to hit maybe three combos and you're getting your money back and then some. Um, so that's why I love these kind of weeks where it's huge dogs. Like last week, went three and two and I barely made a profit just because all those home dogs were so short. It was just, uh, it was a tough week for that. Must be nice to make a profit. <laughs> yeah, it's been a good month. Washington football team at Las Vegas Raiders. Washington football team. Big win last night. Big, big win for the fight in Taylor Heineke's. There's a lot to like about this team. I like him as a quarterback. He's fun to watch. They are on the road visiting the Raiders. Plus two and a half. I mean, the Raiders look good against the Cowboys. They did. This is a weird line. It makes me want to take the football team, right? I don't really get why this line's not three. I know the money's going to be coming in heavy on Vegas at minus two. It feels like the same thing I like happened last week with me and the Texans. Like, I see a line. Oh, they're giving me under a field goal for a home team here. Seems like a trap. I feel like we should probably either stay away or you, you would take Washington here. It does feel like a trap. Like, I immediately look at this and think, of course, I'm taking the Raiders as less than a field goal. What are the bookmakers trying to tell me here? That's what I'm saying. I feel like they're trying to suck us in. Home teams have just not been good this year. Um, last week was a good week for home teams. I pretty much every bet I made was a home team. Uh, I don't know. This this line stinks. That's why I, I probably would just pass on her. I would take Washington. I don't, don't trust what the bookmakers are doing here. I know they're going to get a ton of Vegas money at this point. I hate this game. Yeah, we can pass. Cut to Sunday morning. We're all in on the Raiders. <laughs> no, no chance. San Francisco 49ers at Seattle Seahawks. This is getting interesting now. The 49ers visiting the Seahawks. 49ers are definitely favorites. There's a wide disparity in numbers, anywhere from two to three and a half. But, you know, is this one of those games where Kyle Shanahan has historically not been that great as a favorite on the road? The Seahawks are clearly a dumpster fire right now. But is there an overcorrection based on the fact of what we saw last night that there's going to be value on the Seahawks as three and a half point home dogs right now? Every week I keep saying the same thing to you. I don't trust Russ. I think he came back too soon from the surgery. I've just been betting against him and watching him miss the guys like wide open right in front of him. It, he just does not look like the same person. Everything looks off with him. Keep fading. I know it's going to be a big public bet with the 49ers, but. Not, not putting another dime on the Seahawks until it's Geno Smith. I just don't trust Russ. And maybe he will get healthy in a couple of weeks, but he rushed back. He's doing too much. He's been hitting it, too. I saw him, like, trying to shake it out last night after he hit a guy's helmet with it. Just do not like it. It, it feels like like what you just said. The, the Seahawks right now, they're probably the worst, one of the worst teams in the NFC. So not, not putting any money. Usually I would love this position for the Seahawks. I'd be all in on it. But, no, staying away. We haven't gotten to Simon Says. Yeah, it's coming, baby. All right. Well, we only got three games left. Yeah, it's probably one of those now. Don't give me your attitude. I know. That was just, that was hilarious that you just stopped me there. <laughs> Baltimore Ravens at Pittsburgh Steelers. Ravens. Uh, again, there's a disparity here two and a half to three and a half. Oh, God. Yeah. No, no. Simon says no. Pittsburgh. When Simon No. Love it. Why? Explain it to me. What are you hearing? Why would I do this? 
because I explained to you last week that we had to, we we're supposed to stay away, wait a week. This is when you take Pittsburgh. We have the Ravens off a primetime win. Everyone's out on Pittsburgh without realizing this is just a classic divisional matchup. Whoever wins this game is going to win by three. The bookmakers are giving us a gift at three and a half. This is such a pro number. The public's going to come in so heavy on the Ravens as well. I, I love this game so much. So if your book still has three and a half, maybe you're lucky. You can find a four out there. Grab it. Grab it right now. But just wait. This number will keep getting bet up. We got like COVID stuff going on. I think Watt might have got put on the COVID list. Just just wait. This, you're going to get a good number of this Pittsburgh team. I love this matchup. It's gross, dude. But I'm telling you, this is these. you have to make these kind of bets in December. Like this is... The bookmakers know exactly what they're doing laying this trap. Like, look at you. You're squirming. You don't know. That's how bad you don't want to bet it. Like, they don't want to bet this at all. It's like, oh you have, my that's why you have to bet it, man. I'm telling you. It's such a way, good number. As we speak, I see uh, the Action Network odds board lighting up, and everyone has access to this. ActionNetwork.com. Uh, just go to the public betting page. Uh, bets coming in on the Steelers as we speak. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, I would say three different guys I talked to this morning. I'll bet that on Monday and Monday night. Wow. Yeah, the pros, right. the, the pros are going to love this matchup. Like the Ravens are probably the, one of the more fraudulent number one seeds we've ever had. Like them and like when we said that about Tennessee, we took a lot of shit for that. Tennessee's lost what two games in a row now. Um, yeah. The Ravens, it's going to catch up to them. Like they, they can't keep getting away with it. It's crazy. Like that game, I think it was the first time in NFL history a quarterback had four picks. And a team like one by whatever, more than a field goal. So something to keep in the back of your mind. Denver Broncos at Kansas City Chiefs. We love the Broncos. They're 10-point underdogs at the Chiefs right now. Oh, the Denver Broncos. Oh, my God. I hate this one. It's like the meeting of two perfect storms. Teddy Bridgewater, underdog, on the road, playing against Andy Reid team off a bye week. What the hell do we do here? It's so hard. I will tell you right now the there's a little bit of a reversal going on here. The Broncos are getting the majority of the bets. Yeah. But the money is coming in on the Chiefs. Wow, that's actually shocking. So, yeah, the pros are looking the same way as me. It's Andy Reid off a of bye week. Like, I hate betting against him off a of bye. It's, it's the worst. So, I'm going to be taking Teddy. You're giving me 10 points. I'll walk right into this trap. Like, I, I can't not do it. It's too many points in a divisional matchup. I... I'm an idiot. This feels like the bookmakers are telling us to take the Chiefs, but I, I cannot do it. That's that's crazy for them to get that many points. Like they only scored 19 points against a Dallas defense that gave up like 35, 6, 36 points or 33 points to the Raiders. So I don't know. I, I don't really understand um, all the chief respect here. Maybe Teddy's more hurt than we know. That could be part of the reason this line's so big, but we don't know that as we sit here on Tuesday. So to me, you're getting a great number with Teddy. I, I'll be taking this 10 points. That defense, it's just, they're solid. They've been solid all year. New England Patriots at Buffalo Bills. The Patriots visiting Matt Mitchell's Bills. The Patriots are three-point dogs right now. Would you make the Patriots favorites at home against the Chiefs? Playoffs or regular season? Regular season. Yeah. But yeah, not the playoffs. No. Playoffs is different. It's just a different game. I might be giving shit to the Chiefs right now, but we've seen them do it multiple years. The only thing that's ever stopped the Chiefs is Tom Brady. 
Like he beat them in the AFC Championship game. He beat them in the Super Bowl. So love, love, love the Chiefs in the playoffs. But th- there's no denying right now the Patriots are one of the hottest teams on football. The Patriots are visiting the Bills. They're underdogs. A lot of people would say clearly this is going to be the battle for the AFC East. Could be more down the road. What are we looking at here? And Mitch will play that Bills music. We're all in on the Bills. You love the Bills here. What a gift. You do. Yeah, minus three. What a treat from the sports books. People forget, okay? It's it's all hype week right now for Mac Jones. Go on your phones right now as you're sitting here, people, and go look at who the Patriots have beaten during this historical run they're on. No one. They're, they're, they're not beating good teams. And the Bills, I know they've had their issues this year. Josh Allen hasn't really looked like what we talked about he did last year. And we talked about it. It's his footwork. He's not throwing on balance. He's not setting his feet underneath him when he's throwing. That's why he's throwing so many interceptions. God, I love this matchup so much. This is the the best time to take the Bills. Like the Patriots, we've been trying to catch them on this run they're on here. Like last week, I really had to convince you to take them. I understood why you were like, no, this is this is why you take Tennessee. This is so blah, blah, blah. And I just kept saying, you, Tennessee doesn't have the weapons to really compete in this game. The Bills do. And the Bills, this is interesting it's come down this much because that means professionals are coming in on the Patriots. That's not public moving that number on the Patriots. That's pros moving that number. So maybe that might give me a little hesitance to like really hammer this Bills number. But, wow, primetime game. You have the more veteran team in the Bills at home. Love it. I love it, love it, love it. So I, I will be all over this Bills at minus three. The difference in your confidence level today versus a month ago is insane. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was fucking getting smacked around, brother. I mean, I wish I could act like I didn't bet real money. But yeah, if you're losing six figures on a Colts game in the final minute, you're going to be you're going to be hurting a little bit, my friend. So are any of these bets going to be one of your four biggest bets of the year? I don't know. Maybe like there's there's a couple of games here I really do love. I won't make a big bet like that on Tuesday, especially with COVID going on. Like it's too much to bet the risk. So I'll, I'll probably I'll know more by next show for sure. When I have to like stuff, you know, I have to do it. I just send it in to get it approved. So there's two games on mine right now, but I don't force it. So like if they get rejected, it's no biggie. Like there's always going to be other opportunities, but I'm hot right now. So I'm hoping they just let it, they let me approve it just because I've been on a really good run last couple of weeks with these dogs. And this, this week's no different. I just, these lines are so inflated. That's that's what we talk about all the time. My favorite thing about sports betting being legalized across the country, there's some games I get an extra two, three points of value on these dogs. And that's an extra plus 200 sometimes on their money line. So this is the definition of the public might be just absolutely destroyed after this week. I mean, they've had a bad month. This this week really is lining up for just an absolute whale of a week for the sports books. Well, if I had to guess, I'd say the two games are probably the Falcons and the Steelers? Maybe. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, we'll find out on Thursday. I mean, how gross does it feel to even say that? Oh, God, hearing it out loud. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. It's, it's like, this is why people shouldn't bet. Yeah, right. All right. I feel like we've got a pretty good beat on five that we like, though. Yeah. Giants, Falcons, Steelers, Texans, Bears, Broncos, Bills. It's a good lineup right there. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That is a good lineup. All right. We got our foxhole. That is um, the Giants. 
and right. That was the giants. Yeah. And we got our Simon says that is the Steelers. I forgot who we did for scooch roulette. Does anybody remember who we did for scooch? Well, wait, 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 Matt Mitchell. Do you have anything you want to say about the bills and the pats in this marquee Monday night matchup that will define football for a generation in the Paris of Western New York? Oh, the bills off a huge nationally televised win coming home for a high stakes Monday night football showdown against their arch rival as a favorite. I can't see anything going wrong. Sounds great. I can't. <laughs> well, I should. Sounds like I should get my expectations sky high. Well, according to Simon, you should. It was the worst thing I've heard in ages hearing him say that. I'm so, I want to puke my guts out into this Buffalo Bills trash can behind me. Um, but also go Bills. Very excited. Go Bills. Who do we have for Scoot Roulette? Who did we take last week? I always yeah. forget. You took the Denver Broncos and Simon took the New York Giants. All right. Yeah, that sounds right. We have some controversy, Chad. Apparently, week 11, you took the Saints. You took the Saints against the Eagles. I would have lost then. Right. So people are real upset. I said, Chad's not a con artist. Chad just is old. He doesn't remember who he took. Uh, people really thought you were trying to scam me. Chad just forgot. Come on. If I people know. are listening to the show and they don't know that I don't have con in my body. <laughs> and you just forgot. Like People were acting like you were trying to pull one up on me. It was like, you technically shouldn't have gone first last week. You had lost on the Saints, but that's okay. Well, listen, if that's the case, then go first this week. I want you to have it because I'm not a con artist. Just FYI, the fact that Simon and I have jobs because of Chad's a good proof point that he is not a con artist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe I'm the one getting conned. Yeah. Damn it. I mean, I guess I have to do it. I have to take Pittsburgh three and a half. Oh, my God. You're gross. I have to. That is disgusting. All right, since you're taking the Steelers three and a half for Scooch Roulette, I'm going to go with the Atlanta Falcons. There you go. Chaz, a little hair in your chest. Yeah, I'm going with the Falcons plus ten and a half, I guess. It should be noted, by the way, I did get a lovely text from everybody's favorite bookmaker, bookmaker of the world, Bob Scucci. Thanksgiving, he wishes everybody well. He misses us all. He's a big fan of the show. He's just the best. Talk about not being a con artist. <laughs> He's got to hop on, man. He's the classiest ever. You should bring him on for a Christmas edition. He won't do it. I've asked him to come on. He won't come back on. Wow. Well, here's the problem. I think I've said this. He like, he's a total suit now. He doesn't really pay attention to the games. He doesn't pay attention to the lines. So he doesn't feel he can speak with authority on the topic. But maybe we'll just bring him on as like a say hi. Yeah, shoot the all shit. Your, yeah we'll do that. Bob Scucci, if you're listening... We don't care if you don't know about the games. We don't care if you don't want to talk about the NFL. The hardcore fans of the show miss you. We want to hear about you. We want to know how you and Mrs. Scooch are doing. We just want to check in, especially around the holidays. We love you, Bob. Join the show one more time for old time's sake. I'll try to, I'll try to do it. I'll remind him. All right. Listen, our foxhole is... I already forgot the foxhole. See, I'm not conning anybody. I, I just took bad notes. <laughs> okay, Foxhole is the Giants plus three. Simon says bet the Steelers plus three and a half. Scooch Roulette, Simon on the Steelers, Chad on the Falcons. We've narrowed down the board. We will be back on Thursday. Things will have changed. We might get one of Simon's biggest bets of the year. Until then, download the podcast from Apple Podcasts, from Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. I am Chad Millman. He is Simon Hunter. Love you.